Hello and welcome to Raise the Platform. You're in the studio with uh, myself, Rosie, and Alex. Hello. Uh, today on the show, we're going to be listening to an audio clip from our friend Maddie, who has a show on Sin Nation called Get Off My Lawn. She's talking about Centrelink and her fight to keep getting the disability support pension and having to prove that she's disabled. Um, we'll also be discussing how ridiculous that that is because mm-hmm. it's pretty darn re- ridiculous. Um, and we're also uh, going to mention um, a bit about, uh, I guess, I'm going to say backlash of me before you because uh, we didn't really get to a point, I feel, uh, <laughs> last show. So we might uh, bring that up a little bit uh, later on in the show. Uh, but for now, let's get the show on the road. Uh, this is our first song, and it's one of our Sweet Sixteens. So you'll be hearing this song. Well, you would have been hearing the song throughout the week um, on Sim. Um, and also, this is a band that Alex and I are going to be interviewing uh, tomorrow on a different show called Sunday Sweets at yeah. around five thirty. So this is a band called Hedge Fund. So if you're interested in listening to our interview with them and Alex's kind of debut on uh, Sunday Sweets, then yes, definitely very tune exciting. in tomorrow. Uh, but stay tuned to Raise the Platform because we have an awesome show. This is Hedge Fund with their song. Uh, what you're hiding. You're listening to Raise a Platform on... was Hedge Fund with What You're Hiding. You are listening to Raise a Platform on Sin 90.7. Yes, and now we're going to play a clip from our friend Maddie's show, which is called uh, Get Off My Lawn. So uh, don't change the channel. You are still on Sin 90.7 and you're still listening to Raise a Platform. It's just a bit of a snippet from her show, so you'll hear a bit of, uh, you know, what's happening in her show. But the snippet is there. The the story will come across. <laughs> All right. Anyway, we have been talking about money and finances, and I wanted to go into something that's quite personal to me, which is the disability support pension and young people. The whole thing started like I've been. I was on DSP for quite a while. I have both chronic physical and mental illnesses. The physical illness, at least, is not going anywhere anytime soon. It's a genetic you know, genetic mutation, chromosomal abnormality causes things that will affect me my entire life and do affect me pretty strongly. And things always, it doesn't get better. It gets worse. That's the thing about my condition. I'm not going to get better because that's not how it works. So I was on DSP and rules for DSP have been drastically changed. Instead of, they used to consider that if you couldn't work 30 hours a week, you were disabled. Now they consider it 15 hours a week and they're pulling in everyone on DSP under the age of 35, reassessing them and almost invariably cutting off the DSP. So this started six months ago, more than that. Last September or October, I think it was September, I got a call saying, why didn't you show up to your Centrelink appointment? I wasn't informed of any Centrelink appointment, no letters, no nothing. So they rescheduled an appointment for me in October where I was told I was being reassessed for disability support pension. And I talked about my life and my disability and my experiences. Two months later, like a week before Christmas, I got a call saying that I had been determined to be ineligible for disability support pension because I'd been assessed under criteria that no longer existed. So I began the appeals process. The appeals process was ridiculous, I'm going to say. First up, I sent in, like, 
doctor's certificates, including a, psychi- a psychologist certificate who I'd been seeing for a few months because of my, my depression. And eventually, Centrelink got back to me saying, nope, your appeal has been denied. One reason for that, I had 15 points of impairment when you need to have 20 points of impairment to be considered disabled. And they didn't consider my mental health as an impairment because the letter they had came from a a general psychologist rather than a clinical psychologist. So I kept fighting, even though it was... it's, It's really hard. It's really invalidating. It's like my schoolyard bullies telling me, "Oh, there's nothing wrong with you. You you just want you're just faking it for attention." It's like, well, the government agrees with them. So I kept up the fight. I got more medical certificates. I I transferred to the care of a clinical psychologist who wrote a letter explaining my depression and how it affects me and how I've been having depressive episodes since I was 12 years old. And. The next step of the appeal was to go to the Administrative Appeals Tribunal. So I sent in all that information and I had an appointment made, which is in the city, in the... It looks like a courtroom. Like, it's the, like, sort of long table with, like, the divider in between and a person in a suit sitting opposite you and there are, like, glasses of water and three boxes of tissues, which I needed. And they interrogate you. They ask me things like... Oh, how do you know you can't work 20 hours a week if you haven't tested it? Didn't you used to work part-time at McDonald's? I was 15. This was 10 years ago that I worked at McDonald's, and I quit because I couldn't handle it, health-wise. All these leading questions, and, like, the worst point, simply them asking... them The review officer, I think she's referred to as, saying, well, we're cert- no one's denying that you certainly have a significant disability. Yeah, you are. That is exactly what you're doing. You're fighting, you're fighting Sendlink's case that I'm not disabled enough to need support. I cried. I, I cried a lot. I had like my partner and my best friend with me and I was pretty much just holding both of their hands the entire time. And I was, I was crying like throughout. And I felt like I, I, compo- I presented myself all right, but I didn't have high hopes because in Sendlink's eyes, if you are under 35 and you're able to leave the house, you are not disabled. If you are... doesn't matter. just doesn't matter. If you... And the other thing is that I'm a student. I'm a part-time student. And most of my study is done at home. I don't have many contact hours. They decided that because I'm capable of studying at home, you know, in my own quiet house, at my own... in my own hours, taking breaks when I need to... They decided that that meant I was also capable of leaving the house and going to work 15 hours a week, so I'm not disabled. Also, that clinical psychologist who I went to see, they told me that that wasn't counted because I wasn't seeing her at the time of my assessment. Because I was seeing the other psychologist they told me they couldn't accept a letter from because she wasn't a clinical psychologist. <sighs> and that that's basically the story. I... The last, my appeal, my final appeal was like a month or so ago and it came through saying that they had upheld Centrelink's decision, that I'm not disabled and, and I was put onto a job plan. I've been, I had to go through, an, like I'm on Newstart now and I was sent to my local Matchworks saying, oh, you have a job search appointment. So I went in and said, what am I doing? 
I have a 15-hour work capacity and I'm using it to study. They said, oh, I don't know why you're here. I'll try to exit you from the program. Then I got another letter saying that I need to go back. I have no idea what they're doing this time. I'll keep you guys updated because I have no idea what they want from me. But that's the reality for a lot for disabled young people in Australia at the moment. We're not taken seriously. Like DSP is poverty line in and of itself. It's maybe twenty grand a year, if that. New Start is a lot less, like a third less. They they hate us. I don't know if it's even hatred. They refuse to acknowledge us and our existence and what we deal with it's bad enough being disabled it's worse worrying about how you're going to support yourself i don't feel like i have a conclusion to this i I, i'm done i fought so hard for six months about to try and prove to try and be validated that i deal with a lot physically and mentally and that my health is in a poor state and it probably always will be and they just went back to my schoolyard bullies saying, now nah, you're faking. That's, that's pretty much it. Moving on to the biggest song. Of- you're listening to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. That was Adele with Hello. You are on Raise the Platform on 90.7. Sin. <laughs> yep. Yes, and before that you heard uh, a snippet from Get Off My Lawn, which is uh, one of our friend Maddie's show, um, talking about Centrelink and her struggle to stay on the disability support pension. Yeah. We think it's a bit ridiculous. Yeah, the struggles that she had to go through. Mm. It was, it sounded like a really long battle. Like, but not even a good outcome either. Yeah. It's ridiculous. I've met Maddie before. Um, she clearly has a disability. She walks with a cane. Uh, and I just, I find it interesting between um, other people's, uh, you know, struggles with Centrelink and my own. Like, I've never worried about Centrelink because I think, like, when you're 16, you go on the pension. Yeah. And that's it. That's it. <laughs> and, like, we never, I never have to worry. I don't have to go in and, like, you know, be assessed. Like Alex, you, during that song you were talking about, you had to be assessed, and I don't think actually I have yet. Uh, I was so, assessed like when I first got the pension. Yeah. Um, to make sure that I was actually disabled. Yeah. Cause, yeah. yeah Got to make sure. You know. Um, but then I think every couple of years, uh, we have to go in for an assessment, and I recently had one, probably, probably four months ago. Mm. And it was very quick and it was very strange because, you know, you almost have to say, yes, my physical disability that I've had since I was born, mm. it's still there. Mm. Miracle. Um, yeah. And, you know, she asked, you know, f- probably five questions mm. of, you know, where I'm living and like what my situations are and do I still use a wheelchair? Mm. Like... Of course, yes. Yeah. Like my disability is not getting better. No. Uh, yeah. And then it it was over within five minutes of me entering the room. Mm. So I think it's a bit of a waste of time. Like, because they could probably do that over the phone. Yeah. I know that they're not actually visibly seeing the disability. Yeah. But, but like with um Maddie, they're not apparently apparently they're not physically seeing the disability either. 
Yeah. And they're like looking at her and, you know, she's going, you know, she's trying to. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Especially because, you know, they're right now trying to get everyone off the DSP. Yeah. And onto like New Start, so which is like it's the dole pretty much. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I kind of find that a little bit frightening because that could in fact happen to me mm. very soon because uh, I have a job. I'm starting in September. Yeah. So you know, if anything was to happen, you know that I could no longer work after that. Um, they would see that I could work, you know, more than 15 hours and they'd be like, oh, well, you could just go on to the new start then and, you know, deal with it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a bit hard because it took me two years to get that job. Mm. Yeah, it did. So it's not like, you know, I am able to work, but nobody wants me to work because mm. no one wants to hire me. Exactly. And like... Maddie was saying, you know, that she's she's doing schooling. She's doing she's at home doing her schooling, but yeah. that still takes up a lot of time and, you know, battling with depression as well. And and having all of these things and then, you know, Centrelink's still telling you that like, oh, you can work though, because you worked when you were fifteen. Yeah. And mm. and, and the way that she um, you know, um, compares Centrelink to, you know, her high school bullies as well, like that's so disheartening yeah. to think that, you know, there was people when you were growing up thinking that you were lying about a disability and then have the government tell you that they also think that you're lying and then saying, oh, no, no, we don't don't think that you don't have a disability, yeah. but then yet they're not giving her the DSP. Yeah, and I've never actually heard of the points system because she was saying that she only had 15 and you needed 20 and... Yeah, I don't I'm know what never, that's about either. Yeah, I don't, I don't quite know what that's all about. It'd be but. really good to have her on the show. She was meant to come in today, but uh, it's her birthday, so we let oh, her off. happy birthday. Yes. Um, but uh, hopefully we can get her in another time and, and have a chat about this because I feel like, to be honest, I don't really know much about Centrelink. I tend to just... Let my da- you know, like let my dad deal with it or either, you know, I go in every when I have to and then that's it and I've just, I think I take it a bit for granted. Yeah. Yeah, well, I, I went in there, uh, I think, this week. Yeah. Yeah, because... Um, like two days ago or yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> I recently uh, found out that I could apply for the mobility allowance. Yes. So that's kind of exciting. It is. It's a little bit more money, I think. Hopefully. Hopefully. Fingers crossed. <laughs> Fingers crossed uh, because I definitely need it. Yeah. Because personally, I don't think the disability pension is enough. No, especially if you have to pay for things like splints and, you know, waiting for funding that apparently takes a year. Yeah. Mm. Or wheelchairs. Or wheelchairs or catheters, pads, anything really. Yeah. 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 Um, and especially because, you know, we're planning on doing the big move out of home with yeah. independent, you know, living. Yes. That's also scary that how Maddie was saying that, you know, once you live out of home, you're not disabled kind of thing, and that scares me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Anyway, I reckon we should move on to our next song. Uh, this is All Our Exes Live in Texas with Tell Me. You're listening to Raise the Platform with Alex and Rosie on Sin 90.7. Uh, you're listening to Raise the Platform on Sin 90.7. 
That was Halcyon Drive with Books for the Holidays. We're quite excited because we're going to see them tonight yes. at the Federal Electric. For people who are wondering, that place is actually wheelchair accessible. Yeah. I'm not quite sure about the toilets, though. I think they I do know. have one, but I think it's like because it's at the um, Abbotsford Convent. Yeah. So I think there's a disabled toilet that's like out of that Shadow Electric venue, but in another. Yeah, there's part definitely of it. Yeah. there is definitely a disabled toilet in the convent. Yes, I have been to it. Mm. Uh, but yeah, as yeah, as for the actual place that the gig is held. Yeah, I am not sure. Not sure because I think we yeah, asked hopefully. him. I think he, yeah. Anyway, we'll let you know. <laughs> um, so we've been talking about Centrelink uh, because we played um, our friend Maddie's uh, little segment uh, on her show, Get Off My Lawn. Uh-huh. Uh, but now we're going to talk a little bit, tiny itty bitty bit more about Me Before You and just like I'm going to say, I'm going to call it the backlash Yeah. because there's been a lot of us uh, protesting against it because we feel that it's... Um, not depicting disability very well, um, but also we're kind of over having sad movies about us. Yeah. And we just want that one happy film where, like, a disabled person falls in love or just a person that's just randomly disabled in a movie and it's not like... A big that, deal. Yeah, because like, yeah. that's what you were saying It's before. not like the main plot or mm. event in the movie. It's just someone with a disability and they're just living. Yeah. And it doesn't matter. Mm. That would be... Just ideal for me. Mm, I agree. Because it's always, you know, it's always the sad part of the movie or it's just it's always, it's just weighing down the movie. Mm, it's always like, yeah, the always like the main part of it or whatever. Yeah. 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 So when we say backlash, I mean like we've had um, – because we, we want people to know that like if you're going to see the movie and you like the movie and you've read the book and you love the book, like that's good on you. Yeah, good. it's fine. We like that you like – Books and movies about disability. <laughs> That's good. We're just saying that, you know, um, that we personally just want something different because um, a lot of comments have been uh, been put on a few protesters' photos and stuff on Facebook. Mm. Also, guys, if you want to find us on Facebook, we have Facebook, Razor Platform. We also have Twitter, which is RT, at RTPSYN, and we have Instagram as well, and we have a YouTube channel. Yes. Yeah. So just yes. Look them up. Yeah. Look them all up because Stella did an amazing article on why she's not going to go see me before you. So I definitely recommend. Yes. Give that I, a read. I shared it on my Facebook as well. Yes. That was good. Yes. Uh, but it also came with the comments. Yes. That's what we're going to talk about now. So, yes. <laughs> um, so a lot of people kind of can't grasp the concept that we just want a movie that's happy because they keep saying they keep writing things like oh but there are people that are sad and um trigger warning suicidal and you know unhappy and all that jazz um and so you know it's depicting real life because there's people out there like that and yes there is um and we're not saying that there isn't. We're just saying that all the movies that we've seen or heard of or all the media things are always about that and they're never about people just living their lives. So we really just want um, people to, like, you know, acknowledge that we're not we're not fighting you against this. We're not saying, oh, no, we're always happy and we need movies about us always being happy and, you know, society always wants a happy ending. Like, that. no, we don't always want a happy ending. We just want... One happy ending. <laughs> so for all the people out there who think that, you know, that we don't think that, you know, that there are people out there who are struggling, please write us a comment of a movie, TV show, any media thing where it has a happy ending 
um, and the person has a disability and then it's written by a disabled person and isn't written by an able-bodied person. T- throw me one, one and then I'll shut up. <laughs> now, yes. guys, if you are having issues with uh, suicide thoughts, um, feeling sad, a bit low, a bit down, there are places that you can call. You can call Beyond Blue on 1300 224636, Kids Helpline on 1800 551800, Lifeline on 13 11 14. And they will talk to you. And, and help you. And help you, yes, exactly. Um, so, yeah, so... I mean, we've. I don't. There's so. There's only so much you can talk about this because you know when you have your view on how you see it. Cause, yeah. Because we haven't watched the movie. No, we don't plan and to. And I don't either. plan to. Like I've just, you know, I'm over. I'm personally. Yeah. <laughs> don't know about you. Um, um. But I'm personally over just actors in general that don't have disabilities. Yeah. Like I wanna. I like. Can you imagine when you were little having? A famous movie star that had your disability? That would have been amazing. They've been People would be, I think, happier. Yeah. Because they'd have someone to look up to. Hmm. We don't have anyone to look up to because there is nobody <laughs> in the media. Yeah. Like, I feel like now we do. Like, I look we have up few, to, yeah. um, like, Gillian Mercado and Victoria Mudessa and stuff like that. But, like, it's, I feel like a little bit. It's a little bit too late for me. Like, I've already got my fixed views on wh- how I feel about myself and, like, yeah. disability and, and the way society has depicted, you know, disability and how they make me feel in society. But, like, for the younger people, if they, you know, t- to find out about these people, to find out that there's a model with um, spinal muscular atrophy and, uh, you know, a singer, model, movie star, awesome person who has, you know, one leg, which is... Uh, Victoria, like it, that would be awesome because then you have someone to look up to. And as a young person, you really need positive role models in your life that show you that because like everyone struggles with their disability and even able-bodied struggle with life yeah. and, and issues. Um, and so it's good to, you know, see that there's some good out there. So when you are struggling, you have something to look up to and something to work towards. Yeah. Yeah. Mum, I'm like, is my that, point getting across? Yes. I, I, yes. Yes, I think so. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, we've been talking for almost seven minutes now, so we should go, probably go to uh, our next song. What? It's, uh, it's nearly 10 minutes till the end. Oh, 10 minutes to the end. Well, we'll play you one more song. We might end up leaving you with this song, but we'll see. We have a few more songs on our awesome playlist. Um, but this song, oh, it's Bad Dreams, uh, with my favorite, well, maybe my favorite Bad Dreams song. Don't know yet. <laughs> Love them so <laughs> we'll much. We'll see them live soon. We'll see them live. Well, maybe I'll decide what my favorite song is when we see them live. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is Paradise by Bad Dreams. You're listening to Raise the Platform with Alex and Rosie on Sin 90.7. That was Bad Dreams with Paradise. You are on Raise the Platform, Sin 90.7. Yes, and that we're going to leave you with that song. That's our last song uh, of the show. But we are going to leave you with a bit of a tidbit. <laughs> yes. So um, uh, if you don't know, I do a show on Thursdays called The Hoist. Um, and Alex has been coming in because she's been doing our social media, which reminds me we should take a photo for our social media, for our, uh, <laughs> our social medias. Yeah. yeah. So when I do my podcast, uh, we can see our pretty faces. Hmm. But anyway, yeah, so we were uh, interviewing this uh, singer 
We're not going to name names, uh, but something funny happens. So normally when you meet someone with a disability, with a disability. Someone who's able-bodied, they always seem to put their foot in it. Not intentionally. It's always, no. you know, out of kind so I don't intentions. think they know how to react. Yeah, but it's always like this kind of kind-hearted joke and we never get offended by it. Like, but we I always end up laughing. So this person said to us, they noticed that we both had walking sticks and they said, oh, did you, like... Uh, run into each other or something and we were like ha 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 it's so funny and I said no no we actually just ha- we're born with disabilities and he went oh my god and we like <laughs> laughing so hard and you know I'm trying to make light of it I'm like oh Alex and I you know we met in primary school and we met because we both have the same disability and one of the teachers was like oh Rosie you should meet this girl and he was just like he was horrified he could yeah. not believe that he you know made a joke when we have disabilities yeah yeah, uh, and it took him, like, to the end of the show to yeah. notice as well. Yeah, because we're sitting in our seats. We were on our walking sticks, obviously, so just, we're just in sitting in seats. Normal, normal we, seats. We don't look disabled. No. Because whatever disabled looks like. Um, Yeah, so, but it's just, I think it's funny because I think I mentioned on another show previously that um, I went to, like, a party where I didn't know anyone. And the woman was like, oh, what happened to you? And I was like, oh, I was just born with a disability. And once again, she was like, oh, my God. And, like, I never get – I don't understand. Like, when I'm walking on my walking sticks, like, if if you don't see, like, a leg brace or, like, I'm limping or I'm hopping, like, I just – I find it really interesting that because I've been around disability, I know how to, like, I guess spot it. And I just find it so interesting that able-bodied people who haven't been around disabled people ever, they just – they. They just don't can't spot it. Like if someone's walking normally, but just on normal crutches, so not like underarm ones, but like hand forearm. For yeah, sorry, thank forearm you. Forearm crutches. Forearm crutches. Like, I mean, I personally, if I saw someone with forearm crutches walking normally, I just think, oh, they have a disability. Like it yeah. wouldn't be a thing. But these people, like, oh no, accident must have happened. Yeah. What, what happened to you? And then when yeah. you and when you like non offended, not not offended, did. Lee say, oh, I was just born with a disability. They get so scared. They're just like, oh, my God, I've said the wrong thing. And I think it's hilarious. It's like, what are you supposed to say? Yeah. I think it's hilarious. Like, they should just laugh it off with me. Like, ha, 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 ha. That's cool. Yeah. Anyway. Good for you. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Good on us. (laughs) We're awesome. (laughs) And because we're awesome, we're going to leave you with that because we are awesome. Yes, we are. And uh, don't forget to check out our podcast. Our podcast for last week has co- just come up today. Yes. today. <laughs> Good work. See beautiful Stella's face um, on our Instagram page. And, and hopefully very soon this podcast will come up because we've been had a fantastic show. Um, yeah, thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to tune in next Saturday from 4 to 5. Yes. 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 We'll leave you with that. All right. Okay. <laughs> oh, but and if you want to tune in to tomorrow with oh, our, yes. the interview. That'll be from 5 to 7, but the yeah. interview will be at 5.30. Oh, yes. But, uh, it, Alex's debut of uh, music radio. I'm very excited. Yes. Mm. All right. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.